Are you comfy? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, I can't. This is as comfy as I'm gonna get. You, you know, we're like the sofa splits, so it's raised up a little bit. So my right ass cheek has a lot there more. There is pr- an apple bar down there. Yeah, no, that'll do it. Sound right. Hello, welcome to the um, Horology Wrist podcast because the world needed more podcasts. Um, this is an idea that myself and Harry. Oh, Charlie is uh, <laughs> already messed up. And there's the cat. Yeah, that's been this one off already. No, this is going on. It's, <laughs> just means it's real. It shows it's real. Um, yeah, this is an idea that we both had um, to start a podcast. Um, very original idea. Very original. Very. Um, never been done before. We are going to take over the world. 2023. Here we come. Um, yeah, we're going to do a quick introduction to ourselves, who we are, what we do. Um, it's not necessarily to promote our company but there will be some promotion in there obviously some shameless plugs yeah. discount codes yeah but potentially you could do a discount good yeah throw podcast, one in yeah black podcast, podcast funny. yeah there you go all right straight Who's off that? the bat yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> we'll get to that um shall i introduce myself first or yeah go ahead um so my name's james um i am 25 years old live in new york uh i don't know if you hear my cat eating in the background currently but hopefully not um, hopefully the audio quality is actually okay as well because it's taken us authenticity. I think is what we're going for. <laughs> yeah, see, this is a yeah cracking start. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll um, if you stick with us. They'll get better as we go. Um, yeah, um, I've got a background in photography and marketing. Um, three years ago, I left a job where I was photographing classic cars and doing the marketing for a company um, up here in York. Um, I won't name who, but anyway. Um, yeah, and then I started my own photography company, media production company, as most photographers try to do. It went quite well, and then I went down the e-commerce route in uh, during COVID, COVID-19. 2019 was when it started. I've had, I think, 11 stores in total, having a look on my active and non-active on Shopify these days. What's the ratio? Uh, three successful to 11, so whatever that works out to be. Fair enough. About, what's that, 20%, 25%? Yeah. 23%, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, so two very successful stores. Um, gross turnover, I think, combined of about 400k in first year. And one of them failed completely, um, which we won't go down. That's a sore point. Um, the other one is still doing well. Um We've now started as a combined brand, almost, because one of the things that I messed up on was I never did anything with anyone else. I took everything myself, which um, I think we'll talk about mental health at some point. Yeah, it's an interesting series. Yeah. Um, but we'll go down that route. So, yeah, Harry's on board now um, with our new company, Horology Wrists, which is straps. We've got a shameless plug here and a little stand. Currently focusing on moon swatches. Um, just because they're cool and the funky, um, but the Velcro ones that they come with are not good. But we'll get into that later. Um, so that's pretty much me. I'm engaged. I get married in eight months, September this year. Things like I don't know what I'm looking at you. I'm not yeah, engaged yeah. to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll be there. So eight, yeah, if, eight, eight months time, but yeah, sounds. See how the relationship goes. See you there. You might not be there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, been just watches since I was thirteen. Maybe a bit younger. Always went watch shopping with my dad. He never really had the um, never really had the funds to buy one. Neither of us did. But I've got to a point now where you can't currently see it, but I have a plethora of watches in front of me, um, which we'll get into later. But yeah, that is uh, that's me. Nice. Um, my name's Harry. I'm 22. Um, my background's also well, I did like a brief stint in a marketing department, but uh, helping run um, website and eBay stores and whatnot. Um, I then had a free instant as a bar manager at a pub and restaurant just local to the York area. Um, after that, I went and became a freelance photographer, um, primarily doing automotive and product photography, which I still do now. But um, Obviously now focusing on horology wrists as uh, yeah, kind of as main focus at the moment. That's 
pretty much it. Not really much else to mention. It's fun life. Yeah, fun life. Just horology wrists and photos, pretty yeah. much. So I think the main the main goal for this podcast is to give insight into our business. I can give a lot of tips with e-commerce, kind of. Um, we can go down like PayPal route. We can go down marketing, all that kind of stuff. But then also talk about watches and photography and just general chit-chat. We end up sitting around here. We're here Monday to Friday. I live here though, so I'm here all the time. But Harry's here Monday to Friday, so practically lives here as well. And we always have interesting chats. So, yeah. Um, what's our first topic, Harry? What we're we moving on to first? Well, I had wrote uh, noted down the new Speedmaster Super Racing. Ooh, which, controversial. Is it controversial? Big size. Yeah. Different looks. I, I, yeah, I, I, kind so of, I do agree with that statement of controversial. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm currently wearing a Speedmaster Hesselite, which um, I adore. I think it's probably... It's definitely in the top two of my personal collection. And then, obviously, Omega came out and teased the new... Um, is it a new flywheel? What is it in the new one? What, the new movement yeah. being a flywheel as opposed to coaxial? I think, yeah. Or is it still coaxial, but has a flat? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. We should probably research this, but it's by, it records one-tenth of a second. Oh, in accuracy. Yeah, it's like a five hertz movement. Um, Not keen on the look, personally. Well, we were in um, Mapping and Web, weren't we? Mm. Uh, On the day that this Super Racing was getting released, and we were talking to a gentleman who used to work at Amiga. We never got got this right, is it? Meadowhall or... One of the two. Yeah, it's either Meadowhall or Metro Center. And his money was, he said if he was a betting man, the watch they would have released was the 5 hertz yeah. fly, uh, flywheel Speedmaster. Yeah. But instead, the Super Racing was um, released. We both agree it has Aston Martin Tag Heuer vibes. Yeah, shamelessly. Um, it's a chunky watch. 44 mil. Is it 44? 44.25 millimetres. That is big. It's a big watch. Because the Speedmaster's 39? 39 or 41. Again, we should probably know this. 41, yeah. I thought, I thought 41 because the Speedmaster reduced is 38, isn't it? Yes. So it sh- should be 41. Yeah. Yeah. 41, 41 mil. Um, I guess 44 is not a massive watch really in today's standard. But, I mean, f- we've got tiny wrists, both of us. Yeah, I think I've got about six inch. Wrist yeah, and you've got like six point two. <laughs> not, not the watch for uh... Harry's. Uh, Harry is one link above me. Yeah, so um, pr- probably about right. So a lot of my watches go missing. Um, yeah, so not really. Again, the case back as well. Open heart. Yeah, we were saying this. It's it's an interesting look, um, because it is an open case back. But to me, in the photo on the website, it looks like it's missing the back. Yeah, as opposed to it being almost like a showcase it does just looks like it's missing like it has the same appearance as if you took off the case back of a a normal speedmaster yeah it's not it's not a great looking it's a nice looking movement but it doesn't look any different to a the sapphire version of the uh the speedmaster yeah i think again to anyone who's not really interested in watches this all probably seems daft when you think of in reality how similar Mm. realistically uh, a speed light a speed master Hesselite and this actually look um but then when when you look at yeah. the details it's the and i'm not keen on the um the two sub dials yeah as a po- what about on the chronoscope uh, is it chronoscope chronoscope how, how have something you... like that yeah yeah but i'm not keen on it mm. see i like i like them it looks off balanced it looks like it needs something at the bottom it has a date date um Wheel though, yeah, but it's tiny. It it looks like two eyes and a weird nose and a mouth. I can just see I can see a smiley face. So that's where you're going. Yeah, I've got a very although it's honeycomb, I do see car. It just makes me think of like the Tacoya uh, oh, F1 carbon. It, well, look, is it a honeycomb? It's honeycomb design. Whether oh, whether the material is actually. Ooh, well, that's worse. Yeah, I don't like that. And what's with the weird design on the uh, the second hand? Oh, the uh, the hazard tape. I think the more I look at this, <laughs> that is hazard tape. So the more I look at this, the more I see that I don't. I'm not yeah. really a fan of. So anyone who isn't um, 
isn't watching on YouTube, the uh, the second subdial has a weird hazard tape. Is that the second hand? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a weird black and yellow hazard tape hand. And I also don't like the font on the date wheel. It's slanted. That is very racing. Like, that seems like a kind of racing font, though. It is, yeah, but that'll bug me because it looks, makes everything else look off. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyway. Two watches we are quite a big fan of, one oh. of which is on its way. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I've um, recently ordered, you might have seen it on Pride and Pinion's website, the IFL uh, G-Shock, one for the Coral and Tiffany. It is one of 150 worldwide. If you don't know who IFL are, they buy, um, I think it's primarily G-Shocks, and they hand-paint and customise the dials. I'll leave a link in the bio down below so you can go check them out. But yeah, I've ordered the, uh, the Coral and Tiffany Sky one which is arriving Monday, which I'm very excited for, actually. So I do like the, the Casio um, G-Shocks. We've got a couple upstairs. Have they sold out yet, or can you still join waitlist? Ah, right. Nice, they've now sold out, so you can't even get one anymore, so I've made money there. That's always good, hopefully. Probably not, though, maybe. Is that an official... Like, can they... You know, like, there's obviously... The word Tiffany gets thrown around whenever... A light kind of blue is used in jewelry and watches. Well, Tiffany Sky is a color. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not saying this is Tiffany, Tiffany blue. It's Tiffany it, Sky. Because you can put Tiffany Sky, Tiffany blue, Tiffany whatever. Yeah. As long as it isn't just Tiffany. Okay. Because obviously Tiffany is under Tiffany and Co. Yeah, I get you. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting watch. It's a good daily. Wear. I do like. I do like the coral. Yeah, I think my fiance Charlotte's going to be wearing it a lot more than I am. Cool but watch though. Very cool watch. The other one, mm. also a G-Shock, um, double the price, but probably understandably, yep. is the also uh, IFL uh, watch with yep. Tiffany Sky hour markers, but a metal uh, version. Yeah, so with a black face. Obviously, the, the, the metal G-Shock's quite. It's somewhat new, um, but it's, it's definitely going down the route of the Casio mods. Mm. which you can do yourself. Um, interesting. I'm not sure what the quality of the bracelet is like. I've seen videos and it's a polished finish rather than brushed. Which I'm not too keen the, on. The, the bezel appears to be brushed, though. If you look at that, it kind of goes around the... Um, in like, well, whatever. In a circle. Yeah. As opposed to... Is an AP brushed? Or? AP's brushed all the way through. Yeah. Um, the edges of it is polished which what makes it stand out mm. so that the, the cur any curve point on an AP is polished, is polished yeah yeah, um. yeah that, I think that would be because the a lot of the mods are quite poor quality when it comes to how the, the links move on the bracelet and just the mm. feel of it quite clearly hollow links yeah, yeah. it'd be at, I mean you're not you're not a far away from Entry level Tag Heuer territory. Yeah, and you may as well buy a Casio at that point. What two Casio? No one, no one likes Tag. <laughs> I can't stand Tag Heuer. I don't, I don't understand Tag Heuer. You've got an F one. Yep, yeah, that was my first watch. And I respect it; it's your first watch. But I, I'm just, yeah, personally, I'm not. A... You've owned two though, as well. To be fair, I've owned two and returned both. <laughs> Had a poor experience with yeah, both. Yeah, the first Tag Heuer I bought was an Aqua Racer, and apparently it was limited edition. In quotation marks, um, it was a yellow dial. No idea. Um, bought it from a outlet store. It was a tag oil outlet store, um, and took it home. And it was a my fit was my. I, bought, I got a lot of money for my 18th birthday. I bought it for then. And when I got it home, realised that the second hand, if you rotate your wrist, um, had a 10 second leeway. So if it was at the 12 hour marker. Your second hand could either be at five two or five past, depending on the orientation of your wrist. Um, so I returned to that, and they checked all the other models, and they're exactly the same. And I bought another one two years ago, I mm. reckon, when I start started e-commerce. And I just couldn't get comfy with it. Doesn't matter what links I put in, what micro adjustment I made, it just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't fit right. So I returned that as well. But every other watch I've owned, perfect fit. 
perfect fit. I wouldn't buy another, but I don't good. have a I don't have a hatred against it or like a dislike. I think it's a good it's feel it's probably not the right word to to say entry level cuz realistically you're still putting away anywhere between I think when I was looking at the F1 originally it was a the steel with black face for mm. 800 I think I got a, I asked best price and they just said 890 quid you know 95 mm. quid or whatever so to if that's a you know a brand with well tag um well sorry Hoya is the brand with history mm. but a Swiss brand um first you know proper watch it's not a sub sub uh, 1000s not a bad place to be and then obviously i settled on the golden steel which was probably closer to 1500 yeah. now 1850 i think last time Somewhere i checked around there yeah yeah so it's not a bad price there's a lot of better watches you can get like i think Oris, yeah for the price yeah for the price you can get like the new oris dials i'm, mm. I'm thinking about buying one because they are lovely mm. they do a nice uh green with some but i think you'd be very fortunate to know of oris by chance yeah just the, the, do rather, i know but if you're if you're, <sighs> if you're going in possibly your first watch you're not massively into it you're more than likely going to have heard of like the bigger brands first yeah always buy what you like at mm. the end of the day yeah i'm just, I'm saying, just like, you, you wouldn't have had exposure possibly to oris or yeah you're more than likely going to walk away with either a gucci or a tag don't buy a Gucci. Yeah. Buy a tag over a Gucci. 100%. Um, but do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd, I'd buy a Gucci to use as a golf ball. And not a very good one either. Well, that's the issue with um, a designer brands rather than actual... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, watch. yeah, like that's a, yeah, that's a whole yeah, other... Well, that's, a, that's, a different, that's a different episode for a different day. Because I'm not getting aggravated now. Oh, this might wind you up. Go I think on. my, my uh, second watch... Um, wind you up wind you up yeah good pun oh thank you yeah. perfect it meant that um, <laughs> yeah. my second fuck me <laughs> my second watch was a Michael Kors um, I think it well, sorry I'm just holding about the gip yeah on leather probably not real leather uh, with like a faux rose gold effect right um, look good Sure, it did. Got, pl- got more compliments with that watch than I have my Omega Seamaster. Makes sense. Yeah. Fair um, enough. So. You were of the age, though, where people don't really know. People know Michael Kors, they'll just say mm. it's a cool watch. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, that's the other thing. I don't think many people compliment you on watches these days. No, I'm trying to think what I've had. You've had your one of the Moon Swatches on. Yeah, the Moon Swatches get a lot, but I think that's. I think that's bright and colourful. Um, mm. That attracts the people, like people's eyes to it, and then when they see, like, it's still got the features of a premium watch. Yeah. Um, so there's still like a level of class to it, um, but also it's a watch people could see themselves wearing. Yeah, and they're, like, I won't say obtainable, but money-wise, uh, yeah, a price point that you know if you, if you can, if you can walk from, if you can walk into the store and yeah and, and get one isn't they it? have gone up though what from they were they were 207 mm. and they're now 219 pounds which i was surprised by but yeah if you can get one they are they are good i've never ever been complimented by a random person on my watch ever no one's ever stopped me in public or like a restaurant and said nice watch i had done when i used to serve pints but i think that's because like it's it, like the interactions are there. Yeah, you've already started an interaction, and mm. your your wrist is already at eye level because you're holding a pint yeah. glass and and serving. Yeah, but I, I'm um, I'm that guy in a restaurant who, if I'm wearing my Cartier, I'll pull my sleeve up on purpose to make sure people can see. It. I'm and you still don't get a compliment. Obnoxious. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've never mm. had. Obviously, mates have and whatnot, but not. A... At the same time, though, the only people that actually compliment you are people who like care about watches. I think. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's say go back to fashion brands which again you wouldn't recommend anyone to buy if they're looking to seriously buy a watch yeah. but there is qualities of them that do uh, can be more appealing I guess sometimes yeah definitely e- easier to easy to sorry easy to match something to an outfit and like the c- complete a whole aesthetic yeah. when it's possibly like 50 quid and you've got four different yeah. fashion yeah. do you get what I mean yeah yeah speaking of um, complimenting people on watches and wearing them out 
Um, I went to the ballet. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I think yeah. it was now. Rubbish, but we'll get that alcohol got me through. I was wearing my Cartier Santos, mm. which you're wearing. Um, you stole them for this podcast, which mm. is fine. Um, and I noticed another woman. I was in a fluffy MKI hoodie and probably cargo trousers, mm. mainly. I saw another lady, very posh looking, with her husband. Husband was in a suit, I presume husband. Um, she was in a very nice dress, you know, fur coat and whatnot, wearing a Santos, mm. um, the bimetal, so the gold, mm. gold bezel. Um, and I was really tempted, and she was probably four or five feet away, waiting mm. the bar, and I was tempted to go up to her and say, it's a nice watch, mm. I've got the same on. But I just felt like I was going to get hate. Right. Ooh, a, a boy is wearing my watch in a hoodie. Yeah, I thought it was almost like blasphemy mm. if I went and got, went up to said. But I did. I, I didn't obviously say nice watch because they didn't look like the right people. We had the um, we had the experience at the at the motorists where the the, the young lad who was serving us probably yeah. seventeen at a push. Oh uh, yeah, he looked like a very young, very 17. young seventeen. Yeah, and he's wearing his apparently his granddad's fully got like full gold, full gold. Was gold it? dial. Yep. Day date. Yep. Um, thirty six mil. Mm. Um, it looked very good, but it he did look good. He seemingly had no clue what he had on his wrist. No, and he didn't seem to care. Yeah, that was I think more surprising. But I'm questioning if it was real because mm. there seems to be a lot of um the, the story normally of people who buy fakes is oh my granddad passed it down to me. Yeah. Um. And after we we mentioned it, he kind of tucked it into his sleeve and walked off. But then again, if you, if if you did realise the expense of it, you aren't going to try and have it on show. Yeah, but it was quite loose and it was quite far down. He had it. Mm. If you weren't gonna, if you didn't want it on show while you're at work, you wouldn't wear it to work. No, I know. There's a whole argument for that, isn't there? But yeah, again, that could be a whole different episode in itself. Should we talk about the watches we've got on and what we've got in front of us? Yeah. Do you want to start with the? Um, we'll start with the ones we're wearing. So I'm obviously I've already mentioned where I'm wearing the. Omega Speedmaster Hesselite picked this up five, six months ago now from Omega, the boutique in um, the Metro Centre in Newcastle. Love it. Great watch. Um, only scratched it barely, like once or twice, but Poly Watch has taken it out. Shout out to Poly Watch. Shout out, yeah, big up. Didn't do, um, didn't do as well for the uh, Moon Swatches. It did. Yeah, that Jupiter still scratched the fuck though, isn't it? Yeah, we just need to use a better microfiber cloth. Yeah, that's probably true as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Um, the bracelet I love because it's more of the original, and it's thinner, which I like. I like the design of it. It's more um, Jubilee presidential kind of bracelet. It is the closed back though, which I actually prefer because it gives details on the watch, um, and how it's got the uh, NASA rating and whatnot. My fiance is now staring at me from the top of the stairs. Hello, darling. Are you well? Yeah, so Charlie gone out the room. Um, prefer the thinner bracelet and the. Um, I prefer the closed case back. I'm the opposite. I am a open heart whore. I know you are. Absolutely. Like, well, we can, I guess, agree to an extent because you've got a thing for the Snoopy and the whole, like, I do. and the thing is you can never see the back of it. Yes, I have a big hard on for the Snoopy. Yeah. It's a very, I think it's a cool. Watch. I just like the fact that you can take it off and look into the back of the watch and just see yeah, everything and ticking that. and, but and for whatnot. Me, for me, with the watch, it's about the history. And the original didn't have yeah, that's true. an open case. I guess if you've gone to the extent of what's that like the is it the Hesslite like three six one or something? Isn't that the caliber that's yeah, inside? Yeah, which so is you, the original movement. Yeah, if you've gone to the extent of getting the Hesslite, the original movement, then I agree probably. Yeah. And it, the, the Hesselite is what they use in space because yeah. they couldn't, if glass smashed, you have, have a serious issue. Yeah. So, um, um, and the sapphire one isn't as domed. Mm. And the domed is gorgeous. It does look good. You have to get the dome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, the sapphire is still a little bit domed. And my cat's joined us as well. Um, but it's nowhere near as domed as the, the Hesselite because obviously it's mm. a better shape to, to create that dome effect. But yeah, that's what I got on. Love it to bits. Um, probably one of my least worn watches interestingly mm. mostly because I don't want to get it damaged it's one of those watches that I want to hand down yeah to my kids it is very, it's timeless though isn't it yeah like that is a watch that will always be cool yeah. I don't think you can 
even if the moon landing is fake, you can, it's still a cool watch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like to think it's real. Um, yeah, so it's it's always going to be cool. Yeah, what have you got? I am wearing not my own watch, uh, the aforementioned Cartier Santos. Oh wow, the um, French pronunciation there. Probably one of the nicest fitting watches I've ever worn. It's the large as well. Yeah, but it even for a large watch, um, but you know by the standards of our wrists, it does curve round your wrist. It, yeah, the case nice, is nicely curved. nicer than anything else, and for a bracelet that is like the links are kind of short in so height, short linked. Yeah, bracelet. Yeah, but it doesn't pinch your hair or no. anything like that, and or and it doesn't get like stuck. Um, like there's no there's no kind of limit to how much it all curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does stand if you if you yeah. turn the buckle, it stands on itself. Yeah, which is nice. And there's not not a huge amount of wiggle. The top links fit into the case nicely. It's just the, probably the nicest fitting watch. Yeah, um, and it's got the history though. And it's got the history. Did you know? Mm, go on. It's the first ever pilot's watch. I did. I did know that. I tried. Well, the, the viewers and listeners might not know that. Well, there you are. Fun fact was, of the day. That yeah. Although it doesn't look like what you'd think of a pilot, I, your mind would just go straight to uh, IWC, big pilot, and anything yep. similar. Something with a massive uh, guardless crown. But no, uh, the Santos was in fact... I don't think there's really much debate do, on it. Do you know why? I can't, I, I've not heard or read the story in ages. So, from what I remember, mm. uh, it was either Santos it was his surname or Cartier was his surname. He knew a pilot called Demont. Mm. Um, I might get this wrong, so don't quote me. Um, and he was. That is why I had my laptop here, just in case we did go down something yeah, like the this. Cat but has now the taken cat, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll leave the cat. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Demont. I feel like it's Demont is his name. Was the pilot, um, and he wanted his friend Cartier, whatever his name was, to design him a watch. Mm. Um, and then obviously the Santos Demont came out. And that was the design on a leather strap originally. Mm. Um, and then obviously the new Santos Large, which is that one, is designed off of it. Um, yeah, great watch. Good history. The only size with a date on it as well, isn't it? Yeah, larger than anyone. The medium doesn't it. feature the date. Nice little edition. Medium's weird mm. size. Everyone I thought the medium was going to be the one f- like that would fit. Yeah, our everyone wrist. seems to go for the medium. But if I, when I tried it on, and I've got small wrist, it looks like I was wearing a, a woman's watch. But then my fiance tried it on, and it looked good on her. So I tried on the large, and it it fits great. Yeah, it's a good looking watch. It's a very good looking watch. If you're gonna buy a Rolex, think about getting a Cartier instead. Mm. Because it's six thousand seven hundred pounds that retail, and you can get one, and you can get one. In theory, they do sometimes mm. sell out. Um, You're not going to be waiting years, though, are you? No, I think. Um, oh well, I emailed. I emailed two or three days before, mm. and they got that in stock. The uh, the the jewel on the on the crown, I can't remember the, what it is. Yeah, I heard someone say earlier it's sapp- it's not sapphire or like some weird. It's not like a Swarovski crystal no, it's, it's or whatever a, that word it's is. Anyway, um, it's not obnoxious. You no, don't you not. don't notice it like a huge amount. It it's is also the same blue as the hands. Nice. Yeah, which is a detail a lot of people miss. Yeah. Another detail a lot of people miss is the Cartier on the seven hour marker. So one of the um one of the arms on the Roman numerals um, is actually the word Cartier. Yep. It's a very, very small detail, and I actually use my uh, iPhone macro mode to be able to photograph it. Is this the bit where you're going to attack me? Yeah, the cat's a little bit uh, temperamental sometimes. She's only four years old, three years old, so she's quite playful, but she's got catnip, so she'll be okay. But yeah, uh, could probably talk about that watch for Yeah, hours. we could. The other benefit of that is the leather strap that comes on. And the quick-release feature... Yes, which is patented. Mm-hmm. So you can't buy a strap anywhere else. I went to Cartier actually recently mm. to buy a strap for that because yep. I wanted a Tiffany Blue-esque. Actual Tiffany Blue? Yes, mm. actual Tiffany Blue-esque strap. So I thought they'd do one. Because um, obviously if you, if you guys know D-Logs, um, they do third-party straps for the Cartier. Mm. But they are stopping doing selling them as of May 5th, I believe, due to... At the cease and desist, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was a cease and desist due to the quick release being patented. 
So if you're going to buy a Cartier, you should be it from Deluxe now. Because I went to Cartier and they tried to sell me one for £460. Jesus Christ. Um, then again, that level one for the Speedmaster was £400, wasn't it? Yeah. I know no, no quick release. Yeah. But. Three, 360. Croc- crocodile leather. Crocodile leather, 360, um, if it fit correctly. Um, yeah. Different story. Um, let's talk about some watches that we've got in front of us. Um, I'm, first of all, going to go for the PRX. Shock. Which one, though? Just the Powermaster 80. You'll like this one because it's open case back. So you can't actually see the movement. Just kicking my mic about. So this is one of my first watches I bought when I, I'm not going to be, say, became successful, but one of my brands started to do well. Um, interestingly, I actually bought this on the leather strap, the Powermaster KT, in the blue dial. I put it onto metal. Cause I prefer it. It's a very nice watch. A lot of people say it's copying AP all that kind of stuff. It's copying the, the kind of design influence of the 70s, and isn't it really? Yeah, it's that's, closer. That's the right... If you, timing, if you ever look it? at a 70s Rolex mm. quartz, yep. it's spot on for that. Which is what I thought um, Sue was wearing the whole time. We in was, uh, yeah. yeah. When yeah. she pulled out the PRX, I was surprised. I did, I did think it was a, a woman's oyster quartz the entire yes. time. So if you're going to get first watch, we'll go back to that topic of conversation. Probably um, the PRX, yeah. And you're thinking about getting a tag. PRX is 600 quid? Just under 600 quid. And the um, the quartz version, which looks the same, beside like shape wise, obviously no open open heart, yeah. um, but like the kind of the aesthetic of it is the same, um, brushed brushed face as opposed to the um, in- yeah, it's a slight textured one face rather than textured. But so, two hundred ninety five quid. Yeah, so very good value for money mm. for a um, Tissot again, good for a brand, Tissot, which is Swiss. Yeah, good brand. Um, Better would, movement, is it, or is it in-house? I think it's external movement. The mm. Palmatic 80 is in-house, but I think the Quartz is um, external. Um, quote, again, comment if we're wrong. Um, every day is learning there. Yeah, great value money for watch. Very well finished. Um, good weight to it as well. The Quartz one is a lot lighter. Um, and also the Quartz one, weirdly, because the the dial on the Palmatic 80 has got the, the textured design. Mm it sits better in the case whereas the flat one looks like there's more gap personal opinion i might just notice that but yeah it's a great watch um nice and thin wears well butterfly clasp um but yeah first one first watch i bought that was decent after um one of my brands went successful online highly highly recommend mm. Especially, especially under a grand. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd get that over it, a tag. It does just kind of like it fits the build like perfectly, yeah. doesn't it? Like regardless crown, like yeah. kind of vintage aesthetics. Yeah, it's like, even if you wanted to spend, if you wanted to spend one thousand five hundred pounds for some reason on this, you didn't want to get the chronograph, which we'll get on to. You can get a gold one. It's got an eighteen karat gold bezel. Nice. It's chocolate bezel. You can get that on a blue face. That looks good. Um, but yeah, these come in blue dial, green dial, black dial. In the power Yep. And then the quartz, you can get blue. Again, different it, different kind of look because of the brushed. It's yeah, more metallic. Finish. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're going to get a, a quartz one, I'd recommend saving up if you can to get the power mask mm-hmm. Um Just because it will probably last a lot longer as yeah. well. Yeah. Also, I think it would last the. Um, if you do get into watches. You do. I think you just naturally that becomes a bit more of like a. I get it's kind of a snobbery. You do want automatic and mechanical pieces, or you you hold them in high regard. I'd say. Yeah. For the um. For the extra couple hundred quid, to to get a watch that's gonna be held higher in your own mind. Yeah. I think it's worth it as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just an example, just so you can listen to the, the click of the clasp here, you can. That's that's like a good quality clasp. We've got some. I don't know. I've got a watch upstairs which has got a rubbish clasp on it, and that just like kind of probably the mod for the uh, G-Shock. Yeah, um, that just kind of goes into place. It doesn't even feel like it's actually mm. clipped in, which isn't nice. But yeah, highly recommend the TCPRX. TC if you want to sponsor us off a of first video, then <laughs> please do. <laughs> I doubt that will happen. Um, 
we'll move on to a second watch keeping the PRX theme here we've got the uh, chronograph which is again when another one of my stores started to do very well um, I bought this one very it was really hard to get hold of mm. um, Which, was it one of one or one of two in the UK at one the of two in the UK for sale at the time um, I don't know if stock has improved since then but I bought it when it came out um, I had to get this from H. Samuel um, which we'll leave open to opinions but yeah I went around Goldsmiths why negative experience it's just H. Samuel alright well uh, I don't I don't want to slate another brand on here um <laughs> Might come out of the season to assist or whatever, but yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, they were very good when I got this, so no complaints there. Um, fair enough, but yeah, went round. We went to Sheffield, went to Trafford Centre, um, went round Goldsmiths, Berries, Bradleys, literally every high end retailer, and none of them could get one. And we were sat outside Pret having lunch, and I saw H. Samuels, and I saw a massive Tiso stand. And I thought, I'll go have a look. So I went in, spoke to a nice girl, said, can you get the chronograph? She hadn't even heard of it at that point. Um, and yeah, one of two in the UK. Big difference in size though. Big difference in weight. Yeah, so Thickness, same size mass- case. Yeah. Um, no, it's not actually, is it? I'm lying there. It's a little bit chunkier. It's for- I thought it's 44. Yeah, it's 44. I'm being stupid. Yeah. Um, it's a lot thicker though. It's mm. 14.5 mil thick. Suffers from the kind of same sort of thing as the uh, as Tudors do. Um quite slab sided yeah but I think that works well because these are they've got like a polished edge yep which yeah. kind of disguises that the, a little bit mm. um, whereas a Tudor has just got a flat edge yeah um, completely polished very nice looking watch though it, the, I, I would argue this is quite AP yeah looking given yeah. the sub dials I'd, I'd, I'd recommend getting the, the panda dial with the gold over the blue with the white mm. um, the blue with the white still looks nice but the um yeah, the panda for me just does it. It's a big, it's a big boy watch. This it's a big watch. Um, open case back, which is very nice movement in there. It's a tag hoyer movement. Um, all the slating a tag hoyer won't buy a tag hoyer, but we'll buy a yeah, a yeah. But they all use I think it's a Velux. Velux movement, something like that. Along those lines, um, it's a Swiss ECA movement. Um, open, open heart, open heart. We like um, with a um, hollow weight, which is quite nice as well. Mm. Um, moves very very freely, which is good. But yeah, beautiful watch. Very heavy, hundred and eighty nine grams, I believe, compared to a PRX, which is hundred and ten. And price point, one thousand five hundred pounds. Again, so go back to when I was saying tags at the end of the day aren't a bad entry level watch for up to about... Do you take that comment back now? Don't take it back. I just think when you when you broaden your horizons and you... Broaden your horizons. And you do look at other brands that aren't necessarily... Like, Tissot's not on the side of an F1 car, is it? No. And if that's your... if But, like, advertising works. If that's your kind of way into yeah. what are the watch brands that are about and whatever, yeah. then you're going you're gonna to completely overlook what is a far yeah. superior watch. And these are quick-release straps. Yes, Which there's one? a lot going for it. The butterfly yeah. clasp is nice. The open heart's nice. The fact it's a chronograph, it's automatic. The yeah. build quality's good. It stands out. Somewhat vintage design, yeah. like philosophy. It's a little big on my wrist. It, yeah. A little bit. But yeah. if you wear a hoodie, it gets disguised pretty well. Yeah. Um, Again, 44 by today's standards isn't a massive watch. Not compared to the new Deep Sea 300... James yeah. Cameron edition, which well, yeah. is 55 mil or something. Yeah. Stupid, and it's hideous. I wouldn't recommend that. If you buy that, you're a fool. <laughs> you're in, I will outright say that. If you buy that watch, you're an idiot. Um, but Collector's item, possibly? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. Even but still yeah, not worth throw it? Throw it to the bottom of the sea. It'll still work, but throw it to the bottom of the sea. But yeah. The good watch. Very good watch. Very tasty watch. Would you like to have a look at it? Yeah, sure. I've, I mean, I've seen it before. No, I know. Yeah, but not we'll looked in a around. while. Pass it around. Good watch. Yeah, it is is very good. I, d- I don't think there's really much you can say against it for what it is. No. Eighteen fifty three. Some heritage there. Yeah. See, that's, that's the thing with Tag. I feel like it's a Hoyer. Yeah. Is a good brand. And that's got history. Yeah. Tag Hoyer to me just feels like a, a company that's bought it. 
or taken over or mm. whatever that transition was. You can see why there's such a like a, a collector's thing for just Hoyer. Yeah, and it's kind of turned and, like, they'll, into... they'll never bridge that gap and like people who are into Hoyer aren't into Tag Hoyer. Yeah, and I feel like it's turned into a fas- more of a fashion brand mm. that's heavily marketed. Personal opinion, I might be wrong. Mm. Um, but as you're saying, the wrong side of F1 cars and whatnot. Um, and they do sponsor a lot of things. But to me, Tiso don't sponsor a lot of things. And they make better watches. Different price point as well. Massively different price mm. point. If you want a Carrera, mm. that's the thing. It's the same movement as a Carrera. Yeah. Which is four grand, three and a half grand, four grand. Yes, yeah, yeah. My mate's got a, um, a skeleton one. Mm. Um, shout out Rich if you're watching, <laughs> doubt it, but there we are. He's probably not got to this point. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone has. Um, he's got a skeleton Carrera, yeah. which was four and a bit grand. Mm. And they're now going for five and a bit. So the same movement as that. For Still one 44 mil. Exactly the same size, same weight. Yeah. Same build quality. Skeleton, so a little bit different. Mm. Interesting watch. Um, but, yeah. TCO PRX Chronograph. Highly recommend. Do the Seamaster next. I was gonna say yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go on to your. To be fair, I, I don't beloved Seamaster. Yeah. Tell us why you bought it. Tell us about it. I was gonna say, I didn't realize we were actually showing off watches. Otherwise, I would have brought the tag. Well, Made you a real fr- shame. You I know, I know. I I like <laughs> it though. I've got a special like it's yeah, the first yeah, ever it's watch. So it is. Yeah, that's what matters. And I still rate it as a watch. Anyway, there's me like holding the fort with <laughs> the tag Hoyer fort. Um. Yes, the Seamaster, can't remember what year, the first year that they did the um, the laser engraved face. 2018, maybe? Yeah. Sound, that so. sounds right. Before it was... Might have been 2016. Yeah. Whatever. Might have been announced 2016. Okay, and then whatever. Like but this was like the that. first year that they, they did it. Um, open, open heart, 300 meters of... I forget that's open heart watch. Yeah, it brings it back a little bit. I'll I'll give you my thoughts on it. Okay, it's an awesome watch. You like the watch, you don't like the bracelet. I don't like the bracelet. Mm. the The bracelet to me reminds me of well, it's, it's, it's a sad story which we'll get into another day. I'm sure. Um, my ex girlfriend bought me a bracelet. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, and she got off from H Samuel actually. So maybe that, <laughs> so maybe that's where the, uh, the PTSD comes from. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it it's a very car salesman bracelet to me. Cheers. Um, You're welcome. To be fair, the bracelet I think was it. It's two mil wider than the previous versions. Mm. I think when this one came out, it that was the one thing that st- stood out as like a negative was that it was wider than the previous uh, models of the uh, Seamaster. Um, again, it is quite. It does sit quite wide and chunky. Mm. Um, but then again, like for its purpose, which I've never, this has never touched water, which I'm actually ashamed about. Um, That's fine. I'd I'd be worried about putting bar the sink any of mine in. Um, this is I want it. I want to go swimming in the sea in it for whatever reason. But um, let's do it. We'll make that happen. Yeah, you can go to Scarborough. But I mean, this for everything this is meant to do, it is perfect for because of the like it's got some cool features like the the micro adjustment is on a push release. Yeah. And it's a then, very utilitarian. Yeah, it's, it is very good. And then there's even there's like a wetsuit, uh, dry suit extension, which is very easy to use. Um, Do you wear wetsuits often? This is what I mean. Very mm. fit for purpose. I've not got that purpose. <laughs> I just like the look of the watch. So for me, you know the Speedmaster, the the latest edition Speedmaster, not the one we don't like. The chronoscope. Yeah. Yeah. If you put that bracelet on that, perfect. I'd have to get. Uh, I just remembered. I'm still wearing your watch. Um, yeah. Don't scratch the Cartier. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'd actually have to get that up. Is it a bit of an oyster looking no, it's bracelet? No, it's a three link, three piece link watch strap. So it's it's a little bit more modern. It might not work. Yeah, I wonder I what the that strap to that one. But then again, uh, this is a 20 mil lug width, which is the same as the Speedmaster, is it not? Let's find out. We'll put it next to it. Just the top. Obviously, that tapers off much na- like... The... Yes, it's exactly the same. Yeah. So that could work well, actually. That could work well. I wonder what 
what that would set you back though. Speedmaster strap B- bracelet, yeah, because that that is what you've got on there. Yeah, that's Different not case. what I was thinking of. But it might be the Speedmaster eighty, potentially. That rings a bell. I haven't looked into them much, but it's the more modern ones that you can get in like a blue and a green dial. If I go back into, we'll go to Omega website. Just bear with us while we uh, do this research. I'll just chat. But it's a nice watch, and I like I like the detail on the face. Thirty eight. No, that's leather. No, that's not it. It's not a. Is it a heritage model? Nope. What am I thinking of? I don't know, but I think a yeah a, another Amiga twenty mil. Yeah. Uh, Looking at it, the only other thing I'd be really picky about is the width of the minute hand. Yeah. So the other thing that isn't. I didn't pick holes in any of your fucking watches. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so the... the you like all of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kraken watch. I love it. Uh, I can't remember why I bought... I think I bought it for 20... Was it tw- my 21st birthday? Mm. No, it can't have been. That was only last year. That was only last year. 20th birthday? 19th birthday? I can't remember. I think it was a birthday. Sporadic spend? Probably the excuse of... A twentieth birthday? I don't know. I feel like I've had this two years, if not longer. I feel like we all make excuses to buy yeah. watches. I spent too much money on a watch. Um, standard. Standard. Is the 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 loom on the hour markers and the hands are a different color? Going back to how kind of utility focused. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in when used in the correct use case, yep. it's very good. Yeah. Um, it then fails in the fact that. You wouldn't actually be able to read the uh, the time very well, because the the loom is so thin, and there's the massive gaps in in the out um, in the hands. Uh, you can actually see fuck all. Yeah. Because um, how how far does that dive down? Three hundred meters. Three right. So the ocean gets dark twenty five fifty meters yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, I think most people are only diving. Oh yeah, not far. Not no far at that. all. No. Um. But. For the design purpose of that, yeah. If it went down to, but then again, in pitch meters. in pitch black, then even the even the dimmest light is still going to be visible. Mm. I think when it's fighting for for light at say twenty meters, which is the average, you know, like right, not, yeah, I'm with you. I've just said the average. It's probably realistic, like depth. Of, yeah, you ever been diving? No, apparently it's way more dangerous than people. Like, yeah, really, my dad used to dive. Yeah, um, wrong watch for me then. Um, we'll sell it again. <laughs> get an attack. <laughs> but um, yeah, apparently you, it's not great for for that. So, despite the fact you can get it around your dry suit, it you can't tell the time. You can't tell the there. time when you're down there. Um, and I, I don't the, think the other thing that I find quite funny as well is some of these. I remember trying on an Omega a while ago. Mm. It was when me and my dad used to go watch shopping, um, and it was like I don't know what which one it was. It was it was a rare one. And then all I remember is they now make it on titanium, mm. and it's on a mesh strap. Um, and it, you can dive down to like 500 meters, and it's a big, big pig case. Um, and well, like a planet ocean, because they're they're bigger no, than the Seamaster, and they go a down planet ocean. So it's a weird name. I'll I'll find out later. Um, that's shark proof. Shark proof. Mm. What? To a, so a shark's bite won't do anything. Yeah. Which to me seems stupid, because you have to pay, I think it's 12, 13 grand for this Omega, mm-hmm. and it will survive a shark attack, and I can guarantee you probably won't. Yeah, so it's it survived the bite, but your arm, which the watch is on, is now swimming away from you. Or being digested. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, a shark will poo out your watch, probably quite painfully, I'd imagine. Probably untouched just, as well. Yeah, probably I reckon float down to the bottom Steel the probably stands up quite well to... Um, Stomach acid. Yeah. So we we could find a that could be a new uh, new venture. Dive where people have died from sharks. What and just make sure they were wearing this twelve yeah. grand Amiga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Alright, let's move on to our last watch that we've got in front of me. Which is my latest purchase. So another rare one to buy. Uh, I wouldn't say rare. Uh, no, I'll take I'll take that back. But it's hard to get hold of. And they are selling uh, it over retail. We walked in and you you left with it same day. Only just arrived. Yeah, but you find one for retail at 
brand new. And then, then Let's I'll phone Sue. See yeah. what she can um, do. <laughs> it's the Tudor Black Bay Pro. So I went to go in to view the 58 in blue, which I tried on previously. Lovely watch. The only thing with that, I think, is that you have to be wearing something blue to go with it. It is ve- like it's very blue. It's very blue. It's very blue. It's not TCOPRX blue, which is quite dark, and in the dark is questionably mm. black. It is very blue. Um, love it. Fantastic. I bought this as a daily. Because um, I don't like wearing my Omega. I, do, I love wearing it, but I don't want to get it scratched or damaged because I think I'd cry. Mm. The chronograph's too big. PRX is good, but it ends up skewed quite a fair bit. Or should do more. I've worn it once. Well, there we go. Uh, um, and then the Cartier. Again, I, I try and save that for special occasions. That is my special occasion watch. So I bought this as a daily. I love it. I love it to bits. It's like a vintage vibe. GMT. Great movement. Great price point for what it is. Great heritage. The clasp is fantastic. It's ceramic. The um, the, the click points are ceramic. Um, so they don't wear out as opposed to metal. So you get a really nice... Oh, listen to that. Beautiful. Nice weight to it. Bit Submarine vibe. But... Heritage like heritage. Very yeah. I love I love a vintage watch, and I do want to buy a vintage watch, and I might do that at the end of next month. I might buy. Have you seen the uh, the vintage Tudor Submariners? You mean the actual vintage ones? Actual vintage Tudor Submariners. Yeah, so it is a Rolex Submariner, but branded Tudor. Mm. And we're going back to nineteen fifties, sixties, fifties, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not. Nice. That's not a bad like a bad price watch for what it is. It, it's not. The only thing I don't like about them is the magnification of the date window, because it makes it look like an Invicta. An Invicta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, thought... look... Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't have the two point five times magnification that some Mariners do. It looks like an Invicta. To me, anyway. Mm. But if I was going to buy a vintage Submariner, I'd get a vintage. The um... red. I'd say the most common like dislike towards Tudors is the the faux rivets on the bracelet, mm. which is kind of like echoed online. All you know, every review or whatever you mention always brings it up as kind of like the negative. But mm. only when you actually go and put one on your wrist do you realise you don't notice them. No, I, you I would see them if they if you didn't know they were there. But I mean, like, it's not yeah. something that when you're wearing every day you think, "Ooh, no, I don't." They're not too out there. Um, as we mentioned earlier, the they do have a slab sidedness to them. Even the GMT does. Yeah, it's not horrendous. When the, you wear it, the GMT is a lot. The Black Bay does as well. The Black Bay Fifty Eight is the nicest fitting out of the lot. When we were when yeah. when we were getting the the Pro, we did say the 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 blue 58 looks much better on your wrist yeah but the black bay pro as a watch looked better yeah i can't stop looking at it yeah i think it's a stunning watch and, and when you it's, it's great and obviously it's winter at the moment so realistically wearing a hoodie and a jacket when you've mm. got some layers on the height doesn't you, you show could, at all i haven't i mean wearing it now with no jumper on i don't mm. really notice the height it feels like a yeah a good watch yeah like it's, I think it's not much higher than my Speedmaster, including the dome. I think we said in the in the store that realistically, you're never going to look at it from an angle where you see like the, you know, the height at its worst. No. And it's, th- it's still thirty nine mil. Yeah, it's still like case width. It's a good, mm. like nice width. And I look down at it, and it's again goes around the wrist quite nicely. It's yeah. just that side profile for the height. And it's got the... Slight domed bezel, which does accentuate the height a little bit more. A little bit, yeah. Not a whole lot. But it's more vintage, which I like. Mm. And it's got the um, the easy um, the slide on the yes. on the clasp, which is nice, because it means you can borrow it any time, which is good. Um, do you know why the Black Bay 58 is called the Black Bay 58? Because it's not 58 mil. No, because it's inspired from the, the, the watch release in 1958, isn't well it? Yeah. Good knowledge. There you go. Yeah. Um, so that is um, some of my watches, and pretty much all of yours. Yeah. Um, I do have another. I reckon fifteen upstairs. Mm. Um, some are good, some are bad. They mean something to me, but we weren't. Uh, we weren't I think that's watches, though. Realistically, you're, I don't think anyone's ever 
started buying watches and not look back to neither not necessarily thought mistake mm. but you wouldn't buy that with the knowledge that you have yeah. now and also your taste for watches evolves yeah. well upstairs i've still got my first watch that i bought when i was 13 14 it's an umbro i got it from asda nice yeah i think i think my the first watch i ever got was um from argos mm. It was, it was a birthday present. Nice. Um, I remember just asking, like, I'd like a nice-looking watch for, for my birthday. Yeah. Um, so I did. I think two weeks in, um, talking high school, um, handed it to my uh, girlfriend at the time, who then dropped it, nice. and uh, picked it up and realized that the chronograph just, you know, hand didn't work anymore. Um, Actual chronograph? It was a chronograph, yeah. I've had mm. chronographs before that didn't actually do anything. Yeah, no, that one did do something, and then it was dropped, and it didn't do anything. Right. Um, but I like, you know, the watch was cool. It realistically, who's timing stuff not on their iPhone? Yeah. Um, so it didn't it didn't really bother me that. Um, that then got worn. Mm. Sorry, just to- make a point on that timing stuff on your iPhone. Yeah. I've got a Speedmaster, and I don't think I've actually ever timed on it. Hmm. I always use my iPhone timer because you just, you know, hey Siri. I think the only times we've ever pressed the, 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 again, going to seem like idiot, an idiot now. I don't even know what you'd call the, Push. the pushers for um, the chronograph on the speed, the moon swatches, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've only ever pushed them to reset them once they've accidentally been pushed. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that brings us well on to the moon swatches. Yeah. Because I, so. One of the watches that I bought for myself was the um, the Mars Moon's watch, because um, I thought it was a, it was a cool looking watch, and it is a cool looking watch, and there's a, there's a, a hype around them that I couldn't quite resist. Um, I managed to get this at retail, or just a little bit more than retail. All the other ones haven't been. Mm. Um, was that one the worst above retail? Yes, the Jupiter was the most yeah. expensive above retail. Um, but yeah, so we I bought one of these, um, and then didn't like the strap because again I've got quite thin wrists, so mm-hmm. the the plastic buckle on the short end of the strap stuck out a lot. Doesn't matter which way around the strap mm-hmm. was, because I have seen some people switch them around. Um, it just didn't work. So I set up an online store called well, Horology Wrists. Um, it was horology wrists because I was trying to be clever, um, but didn't, that didn't work out. So I changed it to horology wrists. Um, completely forgot about it in the haze of one of my other stores. Um, turned out I had a couple of orders, and then um, we decided to go at it full. Um, so we've bought three more. We are buying more soon. Um, we'll, we'll only keep this plug like five minutes long, and then we'll we'll call it a day for the podcast today. Um, but yeah, we started, found a manufacturer for the straps. Um, obviously did all our own branding, photography and whatnot. Um, but yeah, obviously now started selling the... That's quite. It's straps. quite a nice place to be, isn't it? That you can always... Um, obviously, you have, we've got like core aspects of the website that we probably won't change. Mm. Probably change year on year yeah. as, as they need updating. Possibly the, I don't know, whatever might change. Maybe some design or, or whatever. Um, but apart from that, in terms of actual shots for the the listings, it's nice that we have mm. the ability to be able to constantly update with newer product charts yeah. in different environments, and obviously being photographers as well, we're out and about different yeah. locations all the time, um, whether it's cars or lifestyle or or whatever, mm. and to just easily be able to take one of these with us wherever we go and shoot something for it, yeah. and it benefits the business. It's- and we we filmed a commercial. Yes. For it, yeah, yeah. Um, which we did ourselves. Um, and shout out to Andrew Cleeton, um, my father, for doing the music. Um, but yeah. And the Harrogate Studio. And I the Harrogate Studio. Um, if you are a photographer in the Harrogate, Yorkshire area, Leeds, Nesborough, yeah, um, Ripon, highly to be fair. them. It was yeah. seventy pounds for two hours. Massive space, really modern kitchen that you can use as a film set. Lounge area. There's a cove. Yeah, thirty-five quid for. All the light, so it's forty quid an hour. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Seven, so realistically, buy the two because you, you're going to think you could do it in an hour, and yeah. then you need the second hour. Yeah. And for thirty five pound per hour for how many square foot? Uh, thirteen hundred. Yeah, thirteen hundred square foot. Mm. All the lighting. All the lighting you'd need. Uh, you'd ever need. 
the backdrops, seating, a little lounge area, coffee, tea, kitchen, shower if you needed. Yeah, if you've got a model, you can shower and whatnot. Um, But yeah, that commercial will be coming out in a couple of weeks, hopefully. But yeah, that's what we do. So that's our brand, Horology Wrists. Um, Our online brand, anyway. Um, That's the store. Mm. We will be delving into, or diving in, I don't know which one it is, into like PRX straps. Um, Again, that's a conversation I need to have with. Um, our manufacturer to develop them we want to develop rubber straps for the PRX um, and then potentially go down the route of like NATO's for Rolex and Mariner in like six months um, but yeah so if you've got a moon swatch and you're after a, um, a strap there you go check out our website you don't have to we're not going to press you into a sale but feel free to use 50% off 20% with podcast 20 podcast 20 yeah 20% off use podcast 20 now and use the 15% discount that you'll get with your Sign up to our newsletter mm. later. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, that's us. Thanks for watching. Uh, or listening. Or listening, whatever you're doing. Mm. Uh, we've now got to work out how to upload this to all the um, big platforms and see the money just rake in. Um, if you've got any questions, let us know. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, whatever you do. And we'll see you in the next one. Harry, do you want to say bye? Goodbye. There we go. Perfect. Harry's uh, socially acceptable. <laughs>